0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: How do I ask my boss for a raise? I'm so jealous of my coworker's promotion, I just don't know what to do. Is there a good way to brag about my accomplishments? Careers are complicated, and there are so many hush hush topics we're told we can't talk about. That's why you have the Career Contessa podcast. I'm your host, Laura McGoodwin, and each week I'm joined by experts to help you overcome your workplace woes with actionable advice that you can use today. Subscribe to the Career Contessa podcast and make progress in your career every Tuesday.
0: I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai. I'm remarried and living my best life ever. See, there's so much life after divorce. I'm starting my new chapter unapologetically. I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me on the journey. Listen to all new episodes every Wednesday. So buckle up. So welcome back to another episode of Divorce Not Dead. And this week, I'm so excited to be joined by guest Megan King. You will know her from, well, ex-cast of Real Housewives of Orange County, influencer, podcaster, entrepreneur, and a loving mom to three children under five. I'm exhausted reading that introduction. That's me. Welcome.
1: Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: I can kind of relate because I've got three kids, but not under five. I mean, I don't know how you're doing all this, Megan, and keeping sane.
1: I don't either. I mean, what do we do? We just have to do it, I guess, right? You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, but yes, mine are a little, mine can dress themselves and sort of do everything on their own. And that kind of helps.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to those days. I have one who kind of can dress herself. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm starting to see it.
0: I mean I was reading your story today as well and you're only 37 years old and you've already been yeah. through two divorces and one annulment. But I mean I love your positivity because that does shine through and the way you take on yeah. life. And I think it's really it would be so easy for somebody sort of to go into a, a hole I think to keep that strength. How do you do that? I mean t- tell me a little uh- bit about your relationship. Yeah, I mean,
1: well, the, my first marriage, I got married super young, literally right after I graduated from college. So that was kind of, that almost felt like just a serious relationship. But then, you know, my marriage to the father of my children was a whole different story. I mean, that was, I was in it. I was in love. It was, it was a mature, honest relationship. And it was terrible to go through that divorce. Honestly, Caroline, it still is terrible to this day. And it's, it's, it's horrible, a horrible, um, situation for myself, for my kids. And sometimes I do want to just crawl up and, into a little ball and not leave. And and it's so overwhelming.
0: So yes, I mean, from listening to you, do you think maybe, you know, I mean, we're all taught to sort of jump straight out of high school, get married, and it's not necessarily the right person for us. I mean, and we all watched your second marriage on screen. I know I did. And I think we probably saw the demise before you did, to be honest.
1: Nihiling just a river in Egypt, Caroline.
0: Yes. And it's hard. You were also young, you know, and he was a lot, how how much older was he?
1: 14 years older.
0: Yeah. So he was a lot older than you. And I think, I think, you know, he was, I actually, funnily enough, I don't think he was ready. He'd come out of another marriage too, right? Yeah.
1: I think I was the mature one in that relationship.
0: Yeah. And that came across. And I wonder like looking at it, do you think looking back now, you have never really been alone? Do you even know what it is to be without somebody?
1: I think I do now because I've had a couple of years alone, but I do love to date and I do love, love. I have a whole lot of love to give and, and these bad relationships that I've been in haven't knocked me down. And, and that's just who I am. I feel like I'm resilient and I give my whole heart. And I think I'm a little bit more guarded now than I was in the past. And I don't see that as a positive. I see that as like kind of being calloused and, and, um, more just scarred. I genuinely
0: think that it's hard for someone out of school and straight into a marriage to actually understand who you are as a woman. And you're still, as I said, I mean, you're, you, by, this, by the time you ended up with your second husband, how old were you?
1: I think we met when I was 28. You know, I was young, young. But the thing about when I met him though, I was, I think I'm kind of a fixer. I grew up in a in stereotypical American dream kind of family parents love each other. They're still madly in love. They've been married 47 years to this day. My dad popped in my house yesterday. My mom popped in my house yesterday. I have sisters who live close by and I'm, I live in the middle of America in St. Louis, Missouri. It is fair. It's very much like watching movie. And because of that, I'm so blessed. And I feel like I have this incredible foundation and so much love to share and give and love freely. And I did that with my ex-husband, Jim who had a rockier childhood and a non-traditional lifestyle. He played in um, major league baseball for 17 years. And with that comes a lot of like tainted views of life, I think. And I didn't come into the relationship with that. And so we had this beautiful opportunity to make this an incredible relationship. I had access then to all of this, this entertainment world when we got together, which was fun. And Caroline, I think that, I think that that is where I went wrong. I think that I was impressed by the lifestyle and, and I did fall in love with him as a person and that, that is true. But I think the lifestyle and the access did cloud my judgment more than, than it should have. And at the end of the day, I mean, you and I both know that that's really just smoke and mirrors and that's not, you know, the stuff that life is made of. I just had to learn that the hard way. Well, I think that's really
0: brave to admit, because I think so many people, and I've always said that, you know, choose men and start from the wrong, you know, it's it's an aphrodisiac, it's a drug, you know, when you see a night, you know, a lifestyle, you think the lifestyle's the most important thing. And actually, I've always, I've realized that the, that actually building it with somebody is easier than walking into somebody's lifestyle, because it's never your lifestyle. And I think that that's very important to say, because, and I've said to young girls, all, all way through that no matter what, unless that man is transferring that money into your bank account, you know, it's not your lifestyle. So it's so important to keep something for yourself, which is incredibly hard as I know you have um, three children with him, right? Right. I don't even know how you go to work and and bring up three children on your own anyway. So.
1: Well, it's a problem right now. And I mean, right now my full-time income and career is being an influencer and, um, paid advertising. And that's, I'm very blessed to have that because I'm able to stay at home with my kids who I have, I have majority custody of them, but it's getting harder. And I can't, I'm being, I'm becoming more protective of my, my, of my personal life and my children's lives. And i am seeing my children more as individuals as they grow and less of just an extension of me. And so that's kind of like, playing mind games with me as to like, where do I go from here? I think I'm at a fork in the road right now. And I I think that you're going to be seeing some changes with me in my career going forward. And like you said, building something on your own is different than going into something. And I intend to do that on my own and just kind of brainstorming right now and figuring out what that is for me, but you know, there's going to be some changes. And, um, And it's hard because I'm not going to be able to spend the amount of time at home with them that I have, that I have been, but they're also getting older. So I think I'm in a good place where making that, that transition is, okay now. It's just like, it's so expensive.
0: I know life is expensive and you, you certainly learn. I always used to teach my friends as well that, you know, everyone that wants these giant divorce settlements, it just doesn't happen. And then there's tax and everything that you don't think about before you start living again. Do you have a good relationship with him now, with Jim now? Do no. you have No,
1: no we have the worst relationship than we did when we split up. It's horrible. It's so detrimental for the kids, for us as individuals. It sucks, but the thing is there was no divorce gigantic divorce settlement with the two of us. I traded custody for money because I wanted my kids more than I wanted money. And like I said to you, I didn't go in it for for the money. I went into that marriage for the love, but I think I was blinded by the by the, the lights and the glitz more than I think I, I knew at the time. Looking back, I, th- I can real I can see that. But there was no massive divorce settlement. Everything that I have I've worked my ass off for. And I'm proud of that. I got to keep going. It's, it's not like I'm independent. I'm not independently wealthy. So I have to become that, or I have to, you know, make income in order to pay for the lifestyle that everybody sees on Instagram. That was not handed to me
0: influencing actually is a godsend and if you know you have a platform you built yourself a platform Megan I think you know you should be proud of where you've got to as I said because it's not easy it's really not easy and you manage to hold your head up and you manage not to have a good relationship with him which is even harder and it's it's so soul-destroying I do know and I think it's so sad that a man of his age and stature couldn't you know can't um, see it in his heart some way to make this right because you are, you do have three children. That's not going away. But, you know, obviously if you've managed to get most of the custody, then maybe, you know.
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, I don't know. I'm speculating right now, but I think that maybe perhaps he, he was damaged or I don't know, or individuals who act like he does, maybe they're so damaged at some point in their life that they, can't grow to, to see outside of themselves. I'm not really sure, but I just know that this sucks.
0: Well, I mean, you found out that he was divorcing you via tabloid. I did. Can you believe that? No. Like, I mean, I don't understand. That's so
1: I also found out he was cheating on me by a tabloid.
0: Well, that's more normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, that's more normal than finding out you're getting divorced via a tabloid. Uh, I mean, how, how does that happen?
1: Well, I mean, it had to happen because of him, because the, he, he left me on, on a Friday and on a Saturday, it was in us weekly that the tabloids that he was divorcing me. There's nothing There was nothing even filed. I called, a, I had to hire a lawyer on a Saturday, which is hard to do. And that lawyer says, I don't even see anything that he's filed anything because it was a Saturday.
0: You were blindsided? No idea.
1: I mean, I figured there was there was a big confrontation the night before on the Friday so I figured that this was where this was heading. I just did not know it was going to happen on the very next day and I was going to find out in the tablets. I just think that's tacky. Ugh.
0: I mean but so much of it. Uh so he, but he he had an affair with your nanny.
1: Well, I I don't know that for a fact, but he had an affair with he had a, an affair that he admitted to, a sexting affair that he admitted to with like naked photos and the whole nine that's the only one he's admitted to
0: okay but you felt like it you i mean normally the, your guts right you felt like something had happened with the nanny something was
1: weird with the nanny for sure yeah
0: but it, i mean you know you hear it i uh, definitely heard stories like this before and it's it's not uncommon sadly but it's just yeah and the nanny's
1: back by the way she's back they, he he said he was never going to be uh, use that nanny again and then i find out she's been sleeping in his house this is current. It's crazy. It's just like it's like a soap opera.
0: Well, I hope that somehow that gives you some sort of peace because it's so bad that you know you could never really go back. I think those kind of things give you some sort of closure, but and you can see that it's actually not you. It's 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 him. You really did do your best in that marriage from what we all saw on the show. I
1: really did and and I loved hard, but I think that I mean, there's still many opportunities for growth for myself and I try not to, to lose that because just because like of how off the wall he can be. I still try to remember that you know I wasn't, I wasn't perfect, but I did try.
0: Let's take a little break from the show and talk about this new fabulous app that I'm obsessed by. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Well, it's a business scam without you knowing. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill and take control of your subscription. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one month tap your Truebill concierge is there when you need it and they'll cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to true bill has already helped over 2 million users and saved them over 100 million like matthew b who says in a matter of seconds i saved 660 for the year with my direct tv bill i saved 120 for the year with my cyrus xm bill i saved 840 a year with my car insurance I mean, how many free trial subscriptions end up costing you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars long after you forgot to cancel? Fight back against scammy subscriptions with Truebill. You'll never guess how much subscription companies charge you every month. On average, nearly $200. Make your subscriptions go away with Truebill. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start cancelling today at Truebill.com slash Go right now to Truebill.com slash d It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash d Let's get back to the show. You know, so when you did get divorced, you split up, you had an argument, and he took the credit cards, took all your gifts back, things like this, and left the house and that's mm-hmm. it. And then you're on your own. I mean, did, right. do you communicate only through lawyers and things like this now, or can you have yeah. any civil conversation?
1: No, we only communicate through an app called Our Family Wizard, which is a court ordered app and the the judge has access to it. So that makes me feel safer because it makes me feel like the um, verbal abuse will be toned down a little bit more. Unfortunately and shockingly, that's not always the case, but it does give me like a little bit more solace knowing that I have eyes that can be on it.
0: I just don't understand. Um, Was he like this with his ex-wife?
1: Yeah, he was. So I should have learned. He still is.
0: Oh well, did that make you friends? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is, What is the saying? It's like nothing bonds people more than a common enemy. Okay. You're still smiling. We're not friends. No, no, we're not friends. But allies might be a better word.
0: It's sad for the children. It's really sad for the children. I always say there's just no winners in this. And, and it's just very, very sad that, as I said, an older man couldn't take the lead and just say, sorry, it didn't work out, but you know, let's just do this um, not the, the right way.
1: Well, I, maybe there's still hope there. I, I'm, not, I'm never going to hold out hope or stop holding out hope, I should say. So,
0: so. you would, you would be able to um, accept him in your life if he came back I, with a different I attitude?
1: Think, yeah. Baby steps for sure. And and I would love to be able to communicate amicably. I think that's amazing and good on you. Yeah, I would love to sit at a parent-teacher conference and be able to, to sit with him and, and chat about our kid. That's of course, because
0: you're going to have to go to graduations. You're going to have to go through all of these things together at some point. So when, when you broke up with Jim, how old mm-hmm. were you?
1: I think I was 35 or 34, 34, 35.
0: Then you take a break. Um, obviously, I think you've you've clearly said that it was devastating for quite a long time to you. And then yeah. is that had the show ended then?
1: Yes, I quit the show. People say that I I was fired. I wasn't fired. Maybe they would have fired me, but actually I actually quit. That's you heard it here. Yeah. And I quit when I was pregnant with my twins. And then Jim left when the twins were eighteen months old.
0: Why, why so, did you quit the show just because it was a lot? When I mean, it's a lot. Anyway. I just thought
1: it would be a hard. So I was living between St. Louis, Missouri and um, Southern California. And so I was flying back and forth a lot. And I just thought it would be hard on me uh, to have, to be doing that with my daughter. who was only, she was only nine months old when I got pregnant with my twins and then a twin pregnancy. And it was, it ended up being much harder than I even anticipated. So I'm glad that I did quit for that, but I did miss it.
0: Do you feel like, would you do it again now?
1: I think so. I would do it again now, but I don't live in Southern California. I don't even have a house there right now, but I think I would do it.
0: I mean, it's funny. I always say it's, I always equate these shows to like pregnancy because while you're in it, you hate it. And then afterwards you're like, Oh, I wouldn't mind doing that again. Yeah. You're back. I'm back. Exactly. So never say never Megan. Right. And then, so how on earth do you start dating again with Three little ones. Cause I, it's hard enough. I have single friends that find it hard enough to meet anyone, but you, you meet this, uh, this new man.
1: Yeah. So online dating, that's it. Online. online.
0: Do you have to say that you've got children on these apps?
1: I don't have to, but it, I, I do because I feel like the guys take me more seriously. It makes less guys interested in me though.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Three three yeah. children under five. I mean yeah. that's quite that's Bye. that's Louis Vuitton luggage. That's my husband said I you yeah, know, me like, me too. Gotta go. But having said that, there we are, we both got remarried. You meet a guy, and obviously, how long did you date before you got married?
1: A month.
0: Oh my God. So oh my how God. does that go down? I know.
1: We rushed into it because I didn't even want to get married again, but it was important to him. And like I said earlier, I'm a lover and I want everybody to be happy. I learned some big lessons from that mistake. He, I'm sure he did as well. How old was he? I don't know. Like 42, I think, 43. Well, I mean, he should know what that means by now. You would think, but he'd never been married and he didn't have kids. So it's hard to really know it when you're in it. And my kids are a lot. So, who knows? But the whole relationship was only three months, start to finish.
0: Do you think it was the reality of, because, you know, when I met Sergio, it was very funny because, you know, he was, he'd fallen like totally in love and said, you know, he wanted to marry me and all of this. And I'm like, look, why don't you come to my house one day as a friend and meet the children? Because let me show you what my house looks like because I live in crazy. Did you do that? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. So, I mean, but do you think it was just waking up every day with crazy? What was the I catalyst?
1: I have no idea. I mean, I know I get overwhelmed with it and, and I do it every day. So I know that that had to have, you know, lent to something, but I don't really know. I was very confused by the whole thing, but I'm just glad that, that it was short and sweet. It's done. It's an old, the yeah, end, I can put it behind me. And do you have any relationship left with him? No. Mm-mm. Nothing. Which is fine. Like that's probably the healthiest because it was just honestly. Sometimes when I think about my past relationships, I I forget about that one because it was so quick. I dated a guy after my divorce for six months, and that relationship was much more serious than this one marriage that I had in old.
0: This was probably just very passionate, and you know, just a nice thing afterwards. I mean, I think uh, actually what it was is like, you know, at the end of a long marriage, I think we're all just grateful and just want to have fun and just, you know, let loose. And it was probably exciting at this stage now, Megan, having learned what we've learned, what do you think, like, are you going to continue with the um, dating apps or do you think yeah. you're going to take a break and like t- take some time to understand fully what your life is going to look like now?
1: I think I can do both at the same time. And so that's what I'm doing. I, I enjoy dating, but it's not, it's not kind of the top of my list. Like it used to be, you know, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. So I'm, I'm just kind of trying to take this time to sit in the moment with mainly with my kids. And then I'll, of course my friends too. My friends have been amazing through all of this, but then, like I said earlier, I'm trying to figure out what my next career move is going to be. And so that's the top top priority for me right now. My kids and my career.
0: I think it's so important when you do come out of long-term relationships like this and you've sort of, you know, you've had, it's like grief really. And, um, you've had sort of this relationship trauma to take time for yourself and sit with your children, because also I'm sure your children were connected to all of, you know, to everybody as well. And it's very difficult for them. So just sitting with yourself and doing all these changes and finding out you know, something that is going to be steadfast for the rest of your life is so important right now because whatever man comes in, he should be coming in and adding value to what you have already built at this point.
1: Adding value, that's a key term right there. The positive for me up until this point is my kids are so little, they're five, four, and just turned four and four, they don't really remember anybody. Um, My daughter, the five-year-old does a little bit more, but the twins don't at all. And so, but they're going to, you know, going forward, they're going to start remembering people. And so it makes me, you know, double think or think about, you know, the the people I date more now. I think that's a
0: really important point for people that sort of say, I stuck it out for my children. Children don't, I mean, they get over things much quicker than we do they're so resilient, resilient, and wouldn't you say just one happy having a happy mum in the house is so much better than having like i mean regardless of anything and I'm sure it's really hard, aren't you better out of those relationships than you were in them?
1: I have a great story about that when Jim left. Aspen, my now five-year-old, had been having accidents at school almost every day, definitely multiple times a week. She was having accidents in her underwear. And the day he left, not only did she stop having accidents in her underwear completely, it was like that. She started sleeping overnight without um, a diaper as well. And to me, that just totally validated um, our decision to split up. I felt like a weight had been lifted off of me. And clearly my three-year-old daughter felt that. She wasn't even three yet. She was two and a half. She felt that as well. She she stopped having accidents. They
0: sense it. People think they're covering it up for their children and you're not. You're simply not. And, you know, it's much better to rip the Band-Aid off so they get used to the idea than to sit it out and live in this terrible you know, miserable household and you, you know, a happy mom, I can't say enough. I know that you're struggling now with what to do and how to make it all work. And it is hard and and no one, you know, no one is going to deny having three little children and figuring out your next career move is, is easy, but wouldn't you still choose this path anyway?
1: All day long. Yes, absolutely. Yes. That's something that's good to remind myself of.
0: I think that's something that's good to remind everyone off, Megan, because I think so many people don't do it for this reason. And it's funny, but I mean, I know it's, again, you've said it's hard to make ends meet and to make it work, but it's working. You're still in your mm-hmm. home. Every day we're doing it. You're doing it. And somehow I always say it comes. I don't know how people do it and we all do it, but we do it. And so somehow just as you think it's going to shit, another job comes. It just yeah, happens. It's,
1: I mean, we don't have it. We don't have an, another alternative. We have to do it. There is no way except to be okay. Even when you're not okay, you got to make it okay somehow. Otherwise you die. And that's not gonna, that's, that is unacceptable. And so we just figure it out every day.
0: Well, Megan, you are really, um, I think a very, very strong young woman with a sensible head on her shoulder, because as I said, You know, at the end of the day, and I don't want to say this right, you made these decisions. You made these decisions with him with, you know, you faced them head on. And I think that is something that's so positive for young people to see because so many people collapse and say, I can't, I won't, you know, life is unfair. And life is unfair for lots of different reasons. But, you know, you have to stand back up because exactly as you said, if you don't stand back up, who's going to do it for you? Nobody. Nobody.
1: Nobody yeah. is coming, and that's where growth happens. Yes, growth happens in, in the in the painful moments, and it feels so damn good once you overcome. It does. Like it, it's like a drug.
0: It's like nothing you can explain when you actually start achieving all the things that you want to achieve. And as you said, you know, you may not be the, the stay at home mom. You, you saw yourself being in this 2.0 family, but you're going to be Megan 2.0, who's coming out harder and stronger. And you know what, you won't make these mistakes again. You're going to know exactly who you are and you're going to find the right man that's right for your family, whatever he looks like. Because as I said, you know, like, look at my family. It's not what everyone told me it should look like, but it looks pretty good for us and you'll choose for much better reasons. And I think when we're young, we're always taught to find the man with the big wallet and it just right. doesn't, it it doesn't bring you happiness.
1: Yeah. No, once we, I think once we learn to let go of those like cultural expectations, that's when we can live authentically and authentic living is when you're, you're going to make the most money and you're going to be the happiest and you're going to look your best and feel your best. And it doesn't necessarily have to follow any sort of path that your parents laid out for you because it's not, that's not who you are. You're not your parents. You're not, you're not society air quotes with that. You're you. Everyone's different.
0: There's only one of you. Thank you, Megan, for everything for coming on today. Um, please tell everybody how they can find you. We're all excited to see what Megan does next.
1: Yeah. You guys have to check me out. You can check me out on Instagram at Megan King. And then from there, follow along with my website, my blog, and just see what happens next.
0: Thank you, Megan. That was really, I think, a very, very inspirational story.
1: Thanks, Caroline. I appreciate you having me.
0: Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind the scene action.